Hi, everybody. It's Elle here. And I just want to give a quick shout out to our partners and our supporters and the people that edit and put this show together over at Pretty Easy Podcasts. Now, we get a lot of compliments on how the show sounds and how it looks on YouTube, but that would not be without Pretty Easy Podcasts and the amazing team that they have. If you are looking to create your own podcast or maybe you have some ideas of some social media endeavors, Pretty Easy Podcasts has the technology, the equipment, and the skills to make your podcast sound great at your own disposal at your own time so record from home your office a park wherever they will help you out please give them a email at prettyeasypodcast.com once again that is prettyeasypodcast.com and thanks for listening Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everybody of the non-conforming world, thank you so much for tuning back in again to Queer Late Night, a late night podcast show where we get to interview people from the queer community and those like-minded allies that want to come on to the podcast, share their story, share their insight, their journey, be uplifting, have some laughs with us, tell us about their fortune cookie meal. I am so thankful to share this platform with one of the most iconic, one of the most talented, <laughs> most daring divas in the world. My good, good Judy, Mr. Ricky Roman. Okay, I love a little crickets. Good evening. Good evening. Good you morning, got, wherever it's reaching you in the world, whatever yes. time. Hello, hello, hello. Do hello. you have the. Uh, um, oh! Yeah. I don't know. That's perfect. Uh, how you doing? Very well. Blessed and highly favored. Happy blessed to be here. Blessed and highly favored. Happy to be here. How was your day? What'd you do? Good. I got up. I gave Brian back his laptop. I went back to sleep. Okay. Then I got up again. I did a couple things. And now we're here. And I like your day. You know? I do too. Yeah. Your day I was do good. Too. It was good. Yeah. What about you? Um, I got up. I went to work. Yep. I did Yeah, that. you did. I clocked in. I clocked out. God bless. I left. Uh, Left the work there. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we, I, re, I received one of my best friends here visiting in, in town, Dr. Alex Noble. Dr. Uh, Alex Murray. Uh huh. PhD. Yeah, 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 yeah. And now we're here, <laughs> we're doing this show. And now we get to the part of the show where it really counts, where the meat and the potatoes are. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. All right. And you know what? I want this to go well for myself. I want this to go well for the show. So I'm not going to read the introduction. Okay. All right. Well, oh, well, we didn't give you a microphone. Well, I'm starting <laughs> off bad already. Hold on, hold on, everybody, uh, listeners, viewers. Ooh, <laughs> I want to hit you with the microphone, my Did you sign the release? Ooh, get the release. <laughs> get the release form. Please. I am. Oh, hold boy. on. Y'all. So dead right. Technical We're difficulties. <laughs> I'm just dead. Okay. I'm gonna cry. I can just tell because. This so no, 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 it's a good cry. <laughs> okay, there we go. Why is it so close to my mouth? Okay, because some people don't talk into it, and then True. I gotta like be like, oh, I baby, what are you saying? Come on. Okay, there you go. All right. <clears throat> over. <laughs> I don't want to read this, so you can take it away. Wait, All right, let me let me tell you guys about Mr. Mr. Douglas Lyons. He is an actor, writer, director, composer, lyricist, and playwright. He served as a writer and composer on Apple TV's 2022 series, Fraggle Rock. Douglas received a GLAAD nomination for his Broadway play- playwriting debut, Chicken and Biscuits. His music and lyrics have been featured on BET+, CBS's Sunday Morning Show, Carnegie Hall's Voices of Hope Festival, and Lincoln Center's Broadway Songbook Series. As an actor, he's appeared on Broadway in The Book of Mormon and Beautiful original cast, as well as the tours of Rent and Dreamgirls. 
Other writing credits include Polka Dots, Off-Broadway Alliance winner, Best Family Show, Atlantic Theatre Company, Bo, Adirondack Theatre Festival, and Five Points currently in development with Hamilton's Andy Blankenbuehler. With musical writing partner Ethan D. Pakchar, Douglas is a 2020 Jonathan Larson Grant finalist. Douglas is a 2022 GLAAD nominee for Chicken and Biscuits nominated Outstanding Broadway Production. Congratulations. Thank you. That was a repeat. Sorry. That was... What did I... No, but it's good because... No, no. I I put it twice. So something happened because it's there and... It's fine. Thank you. I think I wanted to reiterate that. That you did... Oh, okay, I I did. That was my doing. That was going to be me. I wanted to... That was my Michelle part. I was... And you're also nominated... Oh, you wanted to do the easy part. The frosting (laughs) on the cake. Damn. Okay, 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 okay. But we got there. We got there. <laughs> We're there. You're there. You are I'm here. You're He's here. here, ladies I'm so and happy gentlemen. To be here. Thank you for being here. That's that not the, what I thought it was gonna be. What is that? That sounds like something from Mario like Zelda, Kart. Yeah. It sounds like something <laughs> from Sonic. Hi, how are you? I am good. Yes, how good? I feel loved. I feel productive. Good. Um, optimistic. Yay. Black always. Okay. Uh, a good, a good day. Now, mind you, seasonal depression is real, so I've been struggling. Yes. But um, today feels light. I like that. I want to move your microphone closer. Move it closer. <laughs> to me. The there you go. Would, it, would it help to turn them up here? I'm gonna start from right down here. Because yeah. maybe. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect, perfect. perfect. Hello. Perfect, perfect. Hello. Perfect. perfect. Hello. Um, what'd you do today? Today, so Chicken and Biscuits, um, which was on Broadway last fall, is going to be published as a play. Okay. Um, and licensed with Broadway licensing. So Congratulations. I've been, thank you. Congrats. I've been working on the final comb through um, based on what I learned on Broadway right. to update it for regional. Wow. Right, right. So right. that's been like a week's worth of work and i like act out every line and i you act out every line by yourself yeah in your room uh-huh because you have to know the flow there's a way in which we talk there's oh a god. like a rhythm in which we, yeah the cadence is real i can imagine like a fly in your house being like oh my god it's about to start girl sit down, sit down. you're talking all this shit about your neighbors and they're like we have there's this one guy but he's five he's five people <laughs> i talk to there are personalities a lot i really do <laughs> oh, she's doing it again come on, come on. she's doing the voice she's doing the voice <laughs> and if you get stuck on one you will not move i will right. say i'll be like hey how are you how you doing Oh, hi. Like, I'll go through all of them. <laughs> You're talking about how your neighbor says crazy. <laughs> I've literally talked to myself as I write. Yeah. No, that's the process. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. When I would do my Beyonce rehearsals. Ooh, oh, well, that's different. We're talk- was Beyonce there? Your kitchen your kitchen concerts we were, and, her, we were, and her Broadway show <laughs> are a little different. Oh, I'm sorry. We spent the, quarantine is, together. Is there a read button? Because I feel like that would be. <laughs> get, get your buttons. Let me get my buttons. I got you. <laughs> Uh-uh. Uh, we spent uh, the quarantine together, and I like to lovingly. I like, lovingly. I'll, I'll tell them about the story. I like tell to get them. into the gig. You know, yes, what? It, I like to get into committed. the gig. I think it, I think I was listening to Miley Cyrus's um, "Can't Be Tamed." <laughs> Shut the fuck up, bitch! <laughs> it was a new song. What was it? Dun, 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 oh yeah, the new stuff. Um, Midnight dun, Sky, dun, dun, baby. Midnight Sky. Yeah. And I was like feeling myself. I felt like I had the Billy Joel haircut. <laughs> I was wearing the red lipstick. <laughs> I was going through it, honestly. And he like, I was in the kitchen, and I was in it. And I turned around, and she was like all red and puffy, just staring at me from the door, just the head. I just woke up. I was confused at what I was hearing. Yeah, <laughs> it was fun. It was fun times. Um, he called it devil worshiping, wasn't it? Devil he was whispering, loud whispering, with earphones in. Do you understand? So from the next room, it was like, <laughs> yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's scary. That's scary. I was like, what is he doing? I'm saying I thought I was going to peek for... my head out and she was going to be spinning upside down, floating in the middle of the kitchen. He wished. I do. Okay. That would have been <laughs> more interesting. Do you have your... um? What? Yeah. You have your button um, for chill. clear news? I think. Anyway, so... Uh, I was like, who is that? <laughs> that was Onika. Onika Mirage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do got the button. Okay, hit the button. Remix. 
That's not the news button. They're going to send us a cease and desist. <laughs> they put it on the internet. They sh- they've been making money off of TikTok. They're making money off of me for free, okay? Uh-huh. So I'm going to take this one little sound bite. Oh, fine. That'll be the that'll be the news thing <laughs> for this one. Queer news, everybody. Please. So we got a little bit of queer news. This is what we have to do it right now. I know you just saw the segment of the show. Okay, go on. Mm-hmm. Um, queer news. So... <laughs> this is from Them Magazine. Um, we always use our news from them. This article was written by Samantha Riddell. I hope I didn't butch that, Samantha. Thank you so much for writing this beautiful article. Uh, TikTok star just became Victoria's Secret's first black trans model. Okay, so Victoria just Victoria's Secret just casted their first black trans model. Okay, they're, they're, I mean, I'm not gonna say something about being behind the curve, but you know, it's always good for representation. So I'm just gonna read a little bit from the actual model herself. Um, where are we at right here? What's her name? I, that's what I'm gonna read. Okay, you said the model. I thought you would give the name before you read from the model, but go ahead. No, I'm gonna read the article the way they put the article on the internet. Blessings. Uh-huh. Okay, on Friday, TikTok star Emira Dispan. All right. That doesn't look like that. Is, should you read it? Do you want to read it? Bruh. <laughs> That's why I asked, did you know her name? Because it felt like you read it for the first time. Keep going. I didn't read it for the first time just now. <laughs> That's what sounds Can someone else read the name? I'm not reading it. I, I, think, we're good. Laugh. I think we're good. I'm not prepared for this. It's okay. Podcast. It's okay. No, you are. It's, I think Ooh, it, I'm going to so pronounce it. You right, this man. It's so much okay. joy. All right. <laughs> Tell Annou- us about her. Announced they're officially partnering with um, Victoria's Secret to becoming the company's first, you know, spokesmodel that's openly trans. Very cool. They, um, th- she said on the internet, uh, she's honored to be the first black trans model. Um, nothing much there. I didn't want to read bad news today. Yeah. So I Amen. wanted to read yeah. good news. Yeah. I didn't want to. You know, we're shooting this show on a Friday, and I thought it was good. You know what? We always love representation. In any form of fashion, whether it's you know television, whether it's film, just representation for queer culture, the LGBTQIA plus anywhere, right? We love to see it. We love she to sort see of it. looks like Lala, a yeah, little bit, right? Yeah, yeah. It's giving. It's Lala. giving Lala. It's. I mean, I'm jealous. What? <laughs> this is what I want to look like. I yes. walk, but you're beautiful. But this is how I feel when I show up in the club. Okay, okay, I understand that. <laughs> That's your alter ego. That's my alter ego. I'm gonna get you some really nice titties for your birthday this year. Okay, please, <laughs> please. <laughs> um, other other queer news. I did decide to get two queer news. Uh, there's gonna be a drag queen um, superhero game. Where is it at? Okay, it's right here. Oh, I got it right here. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be a uh, so it's gonna be um, like a Mortal Kombat type of deal. All right. So Baby, that is the drag queen game. <laughs> isn't it? You know what I'm saying? Come on, Melina. You, which which character were you? Melina. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I, whatever was in uh, skimpy totally. leather. Yeah, yeah, the tiniest the little, little dress or the little, you know, little, the cuffs and the, you know, the boobs and the curves and the butt. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be her. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. This new drag theme fighting game lets you... Let you stiletto kick your friends. This article is also written by Samantha Riddell. There's not, you can read about this also on Them Magazine. I encourage you to go and read through it yourself because I'm not giving you the whole tea. The articles are great. This is, this this game hasn't, um, I don't think it's been officially like named or announced, but it's said that it's going to have, um, it's already named some drag queens from RuPaul's Drag Race that will sell the likeness of oh themselves. Oh my God, to that's a gag. Yes. Okay, so this isn't like some podunk. Does it no. say what console? Uh, it's, it doesn't have a console okay. yet. They're raising okay. uh, 69000 They're trying to kickstart for $69,000. Um, I hope like it I mean, happens. It's, right now it's in 2D. I think you can go and do like a test um, like a beta thing, like maybe. a beta thing, and and play it. Um, hmm. I'll put it in a, in a link to the show, so you can check it out. You know what I mean? If you like getting dressed up and putting on stilettos and kicking people, this might be down your alley. I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, is that good? Sounds yeah, good to me. Well done. Um, so we got some queer banter. Tell us, tell us about uh, what's been going on with you. Tell us about talk about Mexico. Mexico. Oh, Mexico was a lot of fun. Met some new friends, including yourself. Um, oh. and, 
Yeah, relaxation. Read a little bit. Ate yeah. a lot. Mm. Um, I don't really like going in the water. No. But it was nice to be near the water. Yeah. yeah. I saw you have a little moment out there. You were like standing and the sun was going down. I was like, this is a perfect moment. I was like, yeah, I feel it. And then I looked over you and getting a picture taken. I was like, okay. <laughs> I I feel closest to like the earth and to God near the water. So I get that. Okay. So like just standing that. there is like enough. Yeah. Because it reminds me that all this concrete and BS yeah. does not matter. There was a point. Y'all saw me crying on the beach um, because I was just looking at everything, mm. all the colors, the water. Because we were at the beach on one of our last nights and the sun was setting. And I don't know why it was that night. I was like, oh, my God, I don't get this in the city. Mm-hmm. And I don't even think I would have got to, you know, do do this on my own without you know a friend inviting me and having like a beautiful place to stay shout out to mike for that but just like just the peacefulness and having a great time with a set of people i don't know at all how often does that happen i know but they pulled in the right people they did that was that would have been a great show to watch i can barely get through a target and like people and then i'm like with and everybody was gay and i ain't getting no fight i had to pull nobody here we don't gotta do. We don't need all we that. We gotta do all that. Life's too short. Yeah, it is, and it could be shorter for some people. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry. God damn. Moving on. <laughs> um, did you want to talk about a little bit about what was your best part of Mexico? What would you like the most besides like the water? What was the your, your highlight? The inside jokes that were created from moments that happened on the trip. Yeah. And meeting such an eclectic group of human beings and personality it was interesting it so was you um a, a, a talented writer actor singer i heard you sing a little bit while you were in the show um my vocals i sang wait wait when did i sing i heard you singing a little bit you were giving us a little bit of, oh, a little moment a little moment a little one two a little ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> <laughs> listen ooh, you just got dropped ooh, ooh, ooh. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah i cast that one that's yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. um it was xavier blanco uh-huh. um talented person, Mike, Rashawn, all, all very talented and unique individuals. And it was nice. Yeah. And, and like had, when you're from different backgrounds, you yeah. bring a different energy to the space and you learn from each other. And I loved it. Yeah. We've had a little black guy moment on the rooftop. We did. Yes. How we played spades. We, I taught some, I think I taught some white people to play spades. I did not play spades. <laughs> you did not. But I think I taught some white people to play spades. I didn't play spades. And I didn't play that forever long uno game what was it called phase 10 uno, well well so there's phase 10 but then there's uno flip which i had never played yeah that was it's fun yeah and we could just always play regular uno too touche yeah touche anyways um i had a great time i enjoyed myself you went to miami recently how was that for you hmm? i wish you hadn't asked <laughs> <laughs> oh no no it wasn't bad and Oh my God, Bryce! If you're hearing this, I'm so sorry. This the, I I had the best time with one of my very good friends, Bryce. He's uh he's like a stepdad to me, and um we've known each other for a very long time. And he was down there for work, and he was in Fort Lauderdale. Then he was like, "Come down to Miami. I got a little. I got a couple extra dollars. Let me my treat." So we were a little confused. We thought we were on South Beach. We were in North Beach, and the girl who recommended us to the hotel, she's a little bougie bitch, like in the best way. But this crack den that she had us in, we were surprised because we didn't think that it would be, that would be to her level or her liking. <laughs> we were like, you're staying here? You got us here? There was a piece of shit in the toilet in the hotel when we walked in. And that just kind of set the tone for the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> there was mold. Literally. Um, and um, we, we asked to be moved and... They put us into this other block where very clearly there was um, a, brothel, a, br- a brothel being run out of, and we were like put in the mix. This sounds like a movie. It sounds great. I mean, like you were a- being put in the mix, like uh, to be a part of the brothel? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it just felt very evidently that after like the second night of you know, the people I was seeing coming in and out, and the conversation I could very clearly hear through the wall that there was some sort of business, you know, of the night going on. And that resounds with me. I am a sex worker. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it, it was... Uh, What'd you hear? I, no. I don't know, man. I don't know if I just... Okay, like, we're going to move guy, on. We're, this we're guy was yelling. They were all yelling so much. <laughs> okay. So much about... 
um, his number one hoe, and but he loves her. <laughs> oh no! This oh um okay. So tell us about the beach. It was cold. It rained. Oh God! <laughs> this most of the time. Yeah, this is a great. But I was story. happy to spend time with my boy Bryce, and we drank on the beach, even though it was cold and raining, and sat there and said we were having fun. Yes, we were in Miami. We're having fun. Yes, I'm happy to be here with you. Yes, we had we had actually really nice moments, but we we're, we were so glad that it was just us and not any of our slightly bougier friends because they would have yeah. been like, "This isn't it. We got to go." And we were just like, "Ha ha, piece of shit. Ha, I don't know what's going on over there." Let's push through, and where, wherever we are, the party's gonna be anyway. Yeah. Whatever to find, we're having fun. I've stayed at one of those hotels when I lived in Miami. Boom, Basil. We got they're it, crazy on the outside. You're um, catfished by the hotel the pictures. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It looks okay on and, the outside, and then you get inside. There's like gun. There's like bullet holes. Places and you're like right. There's like you know stains. You're like mold. <laughs> mold. You just get inside. And you're like, what world did I just come into? I don't like it. How'd here. you get away with charging me with it for this? <laughs> <laughs> crazy, it's non-refundable, crazy. baby. That's how you get away with it. You know, um, so it's it was I had fun with my friend Bryce. Thank you for asking. You're welcome. <laughs> Moving on, we have our favorite part of the show where we get to ask a queer question. And today th- yep, one more time. Oh man, it's all the way over here. Perfect. Um Pew. tonight's queer question goes right to you, Mr. Douglas. Mm-hmm, you ready for mm-hmm. this? I hope so. I mm-hmm. hope so. I, I'm out of practice. <laughs> you hear that? But you you ripped up though. That's harder. Stop singing my music. Uh, what did Mariah say? She she says stop singing my part now, baby. To her own backtrack. Oh, she forgot. She Anyways, forgot. Mariah is amazing. Queer question. She is. You ready? What three things are you grateful for? Community. Okay. Perspective. All right. In time. I need time. Time. I need space. I thought I needed to whisper that. I need me. Action. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Yes. All right. I like that. Uh, Time. That one threw me off. You're grateful for time. Time. Yes. Because with time, you learn. Yes. Okay. Okay. Perspective. Yeah. Okay. And then you gain your, you know, okay. they're connected. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. That's yes. Deep. That is deep. I mean, um, Listen. Ricky, Roman, what's yours? Three things I'm grateful for. Um, love, honesty, and my dog. Oh. Damn, I love him so much. I'm obsessed. My boyfriend's away, and it's just him, me and him. And I mean, of course, I come down and see this bitch. That's but cool. I'm. No nah, man, it's okay. Fuck me. <laughs> fuck, fuck me. Fuck this bitch. Fuck me. Okay. <laughs> I love you, Leslie. You know I do. <laughs> Woo! Um, what about you, baby? I think I am grateful for my family, mm. chosen and biological family. Mm. So that's one. Mm. Okay. okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just God, you got to be direct <laughs> right. with the genie. Okay, that's uh, how people mess up. True. Um, number two, I'm grateful for my health. Amen. Um, and my mental stability. I'm okay. grateful for her today. Yeah. She was working. Yeah, yeah, She's yeah. working yeah, really yeah. good. I understand. I'm grateful for well those said. things. Well said. You know, at some point, we're going to get to where we actually ask the listeners what, what some of these queer questions, but we don't have money like that. We'll but let me there. tell you what you can do, okay, to get us some of this money that we need to broaden our coast and to strengthen our ability to put on a very well-rounded production for you. You can subscribe to our Patreon page. It's up. It's running. We have, you have some episodes there. You know, you're gonna catch a, a new a segment, a new show from us. It's gonna be a cooking show. It's gonna be cool. We're gonna be sexy and stuff. Um, and more importantly, you can thank our sponsors at AIDS Healthcare Foundation. I um, I'm really appreciate them and thank you for supporting us. You are listening to Queer Lake Night. We're going into this part of a segment where we get to know the person that is in the room i love using my finger when i say things <laughs> counting the cadence right there you go mm-hmm. i'm telling you yeah space it out it's a thing Give, meat and potatoes right i am so happy to have you here douglas thank, thank you so you. much all right is somebody gonna die <laughs> it's serious you about to kill me it's serious it's it's about to get serious serious um what's your sign and how do you best identify with your sign 
I'm a Capricorn Aquarius cusp. So I was supposed to come out in February, but naturally I'm on an early entrance. So Capricorn. And Capricorns are driven, and I definitely am that. I like that. Also, Chris, when you move your microphone, that's all we hear. What? Oh, well, like, hear yes. that? Yes. Okay. Yeah, Sorry. Glue to your hand, motherfucker. I can't. <laughs> Bitch, you, you gave me the handheld, okay? I know. I fucked up. Okay. There's no. You gave me the handheld. I like that. Um, all right. I'll do my best. Do you, do you ever sometimes worry about, like, drag race? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> worry? No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, that's great to know. I don't know why we really, really, really ask people about their signs. I don't really read about anybody else's sign. I'm a Leo. I don't even care about anybody else. Um, but it's good to know. Now that people know that about you, I mean, it's one little extra fact, little, little thing they like to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead and ask them a second question. You ready? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Actor, writer, director, composer, lyricist, and playwright. What came first and what followed? Uh, I was singing when I was like three years old. Church choir. Three or four, my mm-hmm. mother said. Where'd you grow up? I'm sorry. New Haven, Connecticut. <gasps> You're from Gunwave in New Haven? See, here's the thing. What we're not going to do <laughs> is call it Gunwave. Let, okay, let's let's do this right now. Here we go. Because when I say New Haven, people go, Yale. And I'm like, no, no, no. I didn't go to Yale. Uh-huh. Also, gun waving, never seen a gun. No. Lived in New Haven for 17 years. So these perceptions, we have to reconceive. Someone got shot outside my house. I was going to say, the, we, <laughs> the experience we had. I lived in New Haven. What? Someone got shot outside my house. I kept watching TV, baby. It wasn't the first time. I was like, it happened a few, a few times. There was. A, I'm from New London. On the local news, I would see Les's house, and I would call him up. I would say, the police are outside. He's like, I know. They've been there all day. Someone, where, where, are, where were you in New Haven? I, I lived on oh. Winthrop and Chapel. That's why. Yes. That's why. Yes. yes, yes no one told yes. you to be in the heat. No. No one, no one told me to go through any other things that I went through living in that house. <laughs> I went through it too, and I liked it. You know, what? it was wow. It was a time. Let me go back. You know, New Haven is. I will say this about New Haven. I'm, that was a funny thing because it's hard hitting New Britain. No one says anything about no one's taking up for them. Do you see them here? <laughs> no. <laughs> But I had so much fun living in New Haven. If I ever left New York City, I would move back to New Haven. Mm-hmm. Why? I love it and I can afford it. I Why understand. were you in New Haven? I went to Southern Connecticut State University. Oh, wow. I had no idea. Oh, you can't And tell. before that, you were... Why were you in Connecticut? I be, I was in the military. Going, no one gives a fuck about okay. that. I thought they do. <laughs> we okay. care. I do. Yeah, Shit. Thanks for my service. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm serious. Listen, you hear the you hear the sirens? Gun wave in New Haven. Uh, <laughs> That's right. We got out, we're baby. Not, we're not. What well, we're not I, doing? I, no, is I'm kidding. I love way. New Haven. <laughs> You went to church there. You were singing in the choir, mm-hmm. and you enjoyed the choir. And that's when you found your love for singing. Yes. I sang in church. I then did some like dancing school stuff in middle school, and then I was a senior. Well, like junior into senior year, there was a poster in the jazz band room at my school, career high school, and it said musical theater, dance. Um, the heart school yeah and it was the first time i heard musical theater or like broadway as an art form i was like oh it's an actual profession and yeah i had been you know singing and dancing and teaching and stuff and done a little acting but not really truly performed performed yeah and so i auditioned for four programs and got into heart and that's what kick-started my theater career that's awesome so it was music first then sort of dance teaching stuff and then college I like that. Um, I have to know this question. When you were younger, was there anyone that you seen like do it all and you were like, I want to do that, not knowing what it was? Like I saw Whitney Houston, her for her, um, I Always Love You uh, music video debut on Entertainment Tonight. And I was like, that, that, I got to do that. I got to get red lipstick. I do that. Was there anyone in your life as a younger you? Yeah. Well, my mother said one day she came in to the bedroom and I was on the bed and I was singing the melody to a song that was on TV. Okay. And she says, Oh, I have to teach him the words. Like very early on, I was like, you know, mm-hmm. a toddler. Yeah. Apparently. And I was like mm. humming something, which I thought, you know, was very ironic, but I, you know, I always was around music with mm. church. Um, no, I played sports. They had me do everything. My parents were like, you're going to try everything. So I wasn't like an artsy fartsy kid. Right. 
I didn't have show choir and the big musical. I did one major musical in high school. I played Tony in West Side Story and I inappropriately riffed. Um, it was amazing. <laughs> uh, what do you mean you inappropriately riff? What's that mean? You know, it's a period piece, right? Like Bernstein, Sondheim. It's more operatic. Yes. As opposed to. I do know that. Okay. I'm a very well-rounded person. I know exactly all the words you're saying. Thank you. <laughs> But I, I threw some some chocolateness in there. Okay. Oh, and they didn't like that. Uh, they had no choice. It. I was in okay. high school. What you talk about? Right. Okay. Yeah. They got they got a chocolate Tony, and he riffed. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Okay. And then, what was your <laughs> academic college track like? I have a BFA in musical theater, um, which basically was a conservatory program for music, dance, <clears throat> and acting. I went on tour. I took a year off between my sophomore and junior year at 19 to tour with Rent. And that was being thrown to the wolves. uh, And I was a swing, which means, you know, Mm. the off stage Mm, coverage. mm -hmm. Um, Talk about it. No, it's basically the people who save the show. Okay. When someone is ill or understudy goes on, the swing is literally swinging from role to role. So I covered. Really? Yeah. I covered technically six and I went on for four. That's kind of cool. It's like, is that cool or no is it pressure. not cool? No once pressure. you once you know the gig, it's amazing. Okay, learning the gig is hell. I would right. never. I would never do Broadway. I have so much respect for people that go on a stage where they can't mess up. Like right. I would do on screen, silver screen acting. You know, do my Betty Davis. Um, somebody black. I should name somebody black right now. Eddie James. Is she <laughs> actress? I don't know. Don't fucking kill me. <laughs> I like. Oh, I love you so much. I love you so much. Um. <laughs> but to go on a stage, I see that's why we went on the vacation Eartha together. Kit. I told you, Eartha Kit. Thank you. Uh, edit, edit that. Betty Davis. <laughs> yeah, I ain't doing good. Eddie, what's Eddie James? I think Eddie James did act. Keep going. Please. All right. Um, but to be an actor on a stage where people are looking at you and you can't mess up, and you gotta learn everybody's lines. Can you imagine? I would be the tree. I'm gonna be the tree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, but it's a profession. That was the thing. It's like if you're rehearsed well, right. you're gonna be fine. Right. And then you realize like you're a professional. Right. Like I had to that was a turning point with rent is like, oh, this is not something you're training to do. You're doing it. You're being paid. Yeah. And you're capable and you're supposed to be here. Yeah. And so that's part of that high energy too, though, is that live aspect people are expecting you not to fuck up you're yeah. like all right let me not fuck this up uh-uh. and you rehearse there's a part right there's a part where you know i might me say do these things yeah uh, that's exciting yeah that's i exciting. would i would do i would be doing some fuck shit like i'd be like trying to put my like lines everywhere baby you'd be like line <laughs> i'd be writing on the floor I'm like i'm on, i know i'm going to stand over here and be like uh but but rehearsal is right knowing you have rehearsal it it prepares you Ooh. but as a swing you have to rehearse on your own because you might be thrown on uh-huh. As honey. I was many times. Have you is there ever been a time when you forgot your lines? Oh yeah. Are you kidding your, me? Or forgot your your staging? And no, but one time in Mormon on Broadway, I was a swing, so I covered nine roles technically there. I was thrown on at intermission. Wow. Yeah. And I had never had a spacing rehearsal for the big like eleven o'clock number with all the uh, African uh. characters. And I was full out. Like I knew where I was supposed to be, but I was not on the right depth. Uh, and so I was in front of an actress and I almost not, and I was giving the choreo, uh, but I almost knocked her over. They weren't mad at me. Yeah. They're like, you yeah, never how could walked they, it. How could yeah. they be? I mean, um, oh, wow. But you do it and yep. then you learn and then you are better next time. It looks scary. I'm sorry. I can't sign up. It's, I, I really enjoyed I, the first that time show. I, I'm still scarred by the first time I ever tried to read from whatever play in high school. I was up there shaking boots. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we should do? We should have a segment where we actually read a scene together. Okay. Oh my god! And yes. I'm gonna be, and I'm gonna yes, be what? Yes, shaking yes. boots and a wig. <laughs> Is there a tree? <laughs> we'll give you one line. Can we'll I be a one line. fucking flower? Where what else I got? Oh my god! You could be the biscuit. Okay, the, I can be the biscuit. <laughs> I'll bring the chicken. Yes, that's where we're going. That was a great um, segue. Kid, uh, I, I'm curious. I'm a little curious about um, your time on uh, Mormon. I saw that show and really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. What do you have to say about it? The uh, experience as a whole. Uh, t- Broadway debut taught me wow. so much about myself. Wow, um, that's major. Yeah, that's it was fucking major. Man. I, and I just went back like a decade later uh-huh. to see a friend making his Broadway debut. Uh, it was life changing. Yeah, like. 
and yeah. Matt and Trey, like that form of comedy is very specific. Um, yeah. That show was not what I thought it was going to be. And yeah. I loved it for that reason. Yeah. It's it's like traditional musical theater comedy, right. but right. turned on its head with their point of view. Um, it was life-changing. I met my writing partner musically when I went oh. on the first national because of that show, which also changed my life. So there's a lyric, this book will change your life. And literally it, mm. it did just that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You have many talents. How do you transition from acting next to writing then you go to go singing producing what pays at the moment is what i focus on how are we keeping the lights on yes all right yes so like right now acting i've done like some self-tape stuff but writing like hollywood tv stuff is sort of biting right now so that's where my focus is and but you've also your your playwright yeah and but Hollywood's where you're, where you're at. It's there's developmental stuff happening and some deals that have closed and um, not sold but closed, which means I'm working with some TV studios. I know, and I'm working with you. So hello, hello, <laughs> so so. No, I'm just kidding. Um, oh, I think we, did we talk about chicken and waffles? No, because no. that's not the name of the play. That's not the name of the play. I'm I so almost hungry. wrote that last night. I'm so fucking And then hungry. I proofread my, re- my my fucking work and I said, I'm so glad I didn't write that. And this bitch just did it. No. You, had me, on, just you said had me on your goddamn show. You're going to call this oh, chicken. No, 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 no. That's not what I had said. That's not what I said. We all heard it. What are you talking about? <laughs> that's not what I said. It's not what I said. Go get a lawyer. <laughs> Go get a lawyer. Alan? <laughs> Alan? No. Tell us about chicken and biscuits. Mm-hmm. Did we talk about chicken and biscuits? Drink your fucking no. water. No, but we <laughs> talked about chicken and waffles. No, I don't know her. Not um, in depth. I'd love to hear more. Chicken and biscuits is a play that um, a very black and queer play um, that is really inspired by a lot of the black women that raised me. Yeah, uh, it takes place in New Haven. Yes. At wow. a funeral. New Haven. How so specific? I love it. I love it. I, it has to be specific. Um, and it's a multi-generational story of secrets, healing, family um, that's very dysfunctional and finds a way to get themselves back together. That's beautiful. Over loss. And uh, it bowed at Circle in the Square last fall, um, starring Cleo King, Michael Urie, and Norm Lewis, and some other amazing stars as well. And um, yeah, it's changed my life. I I keep saying that about everything, but I think every stage. I understand. It makes sense. If you can recognize it for such, why not? Yeah. You know, and that's what landed you your uh, glad, a glad nomination. It's crazy to me. How's that feel? I, you know, I feel so blessed. I really were you like blown away when you heard or you found out? I was working at the time and Michael Yuri texted me. He was like, okay, glad nomination. I was like, what Uh, are you talking about? And so I looked and I sort of, I got this buzz, this like electricity all day about it because Broadway's tricky. There's politics and, and you know, Tony's and all that stuff. I don't write for that stuff. Right. And so I'm already expecting not to get any nominations for anything just to like protect myself. So to have that, um, and the queer community to recognize the play yeah. is such a celebration of the intention. Well said. Wow. Yeah. Well said. I wish I got to see it. Oh, Why did oh. you? I'm, I didn't know you. Ne- I didn't know you yet. You heard the play though. You could have come and seen the play. <sighs> this Had you heard about excuses. the play though at all? Um, I was Just living yes. in New York. Just say yes, bitch. Uh, yes. No. But I, I, both both ways. I'm fucked. <laughs> and not the first time you said that. No, stop. But was it not cut short because of COVID? It was cut five weeks short because of COVID. Okay, so there was potential. I was, see, I, I had tickets. You yeah. did not have tickets. That's exactly tickets. what we had. <laughs> I did not yeah, have tickets, baby. It's will, all good. It's all good. Where do you find your muse to come up with your creative projects? Moments like this, like everyday stuff. So Polka Dots is based off of a YouTube video I found of Felicia Rashad, where she talked about growing up in the Jim Crow South. Um, and as a little black girl, she went and tasted from a white-only water fountain. She oh. could have been killed, punished. Um, and that idea of the innocence of a child became the analogy of Lily Polka Dot, this little polka dotted girl, you know, um, being integrated into a school of all squares and tasting from the square sprinkler when she's supposed to only drink from the polka dot pump that came from a YouTube interview. 
oh, that wow. then sparked an idea. So it comes from everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. You just got to be, your sectors have to be open to life. And like, mm. then you can receive a story. And then I call them mosquito bites. They nibble. Oh my gosh. And then you swap you talk them. about this in another podcast. Yeah. I, I told you I'm consistent. Hopefully. Um, consistent yeah. is good. Consistent yeah. is good. good. Yeah. Is, I don't know what that word means, but it could keep going. <laughs> consistent? I know what it means. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> I was like, Les, come on, baby. I know what it means. Um, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm open to life. And it has to feel real and tangible, and it has to matter. Yeah. If it don't matter, I don't really want to do it. I hope it's that too you, hard. Hearing you say that, I have to ask: <clears throat> when you experience something through your lens, and you think, "I need to retell this," do, do you ever come across? Does it does it come back out, and it's not hitting the way you saw it? Do you know what I mean? You're like this. This this was. I swear this was. This in the ain't moment. it. But what I'm seeing here, it's not exactly my vision. How do you how do you judge that? If you are a great artist, I think you listen to the work because okay. it's gonna. So, Chicken and Biscuits, for instance, had a world premiere at the Queens Theater in 2020 March, and then when we came to Broadway with a new company, in part, things shifted in the room. People had opinions, and some things were not landing. And I actually learned a lot and was changing the script in the room. And as a result okay. of that, new things came about. So. If you're open, it may not be what you want it to be, but it may become what it was meant to be, which is ultimately beyond you anyway, I think. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> That's, bitch, you have a button for it. You have a button for it. I couldn't get to it in time, baby. I was processing that is, it. All right? That is. I mean, I, thank listen, you. Is, so thank I hope that, that's, a, that's a part of the show where y'all better be taking notes and writing it down. Right. You're getting this for free. You're getting this for free. You're getting the masterclass for free. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alex is getting a notepad. I love it. I love it. I, I, okay. I hate that one. I literally hate that one. It's my favorite button. Okay. Um, I feel like I just, I, I worded that different. You know what I'm saying? That the question there. I didn't write it. I know. That's what I'm telling you is I feel like I just asked it, but it's just in different words. What do you do that, for writers? That's like the art. That's the art. You had a question and then it morphs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yes. Damn. All right. <laughs> Damn. Maybe I want to know the question. Okay. <laughs> no, but what do you do when you get writer's block? Uh, go on to something else. Oh. We're, we're not machines. Okay. Um, I usually don't get it. Okay. But that's because I outline things before I start them. So if you're getting a writer's block, I feel like you're trying to jam, and I oh. don't. I try not to jam. You all, your machine is oiled. The cogs are in place. Yeah, and like if because you work for it to be. Yeah, you, you know set yourself saying? up for right. success. Right, like you know where you're going. Like I had, um, like I'm involved with this tv project thing and like i know the ending of the pilot like i know that would be a great beat i don't know how i'm gonna get there but i know i'm right. working towards that so it helps me to navigate that's crazy do you yeah. have like because i work from home sometimes i imagine you write a lot of places is there somewhere i guess if you want to share in the city that you write you find the most i you, don't i don't go anywhere because of the pandemic mm. oh yeah mm. that's right the panorama I did a 20-week writing room for Fraggle Rock, and it was in my bedroom. Everybody else was in L.A. and London, and I was in my bedroom. And you I don't get lucky. Like, you don't get tired. Do you ever get, like, working I, in your... I get yeah. so sad sometimes yeah, in that room. I'm I sorry. I brought it up. Damn. No, no, no. But it's, <laughs> but it's real. I mean, I've the thing I'm learning in transitioning from only acting to writing is it can be really lonely. Mm. You don't need anyone else. Like doing eight shows a week i would show up banter backstage hey i don't necessarily like you but like hey boo you there right you know what i mean like you spend time with people every day <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> you Not, would tell me uh, like, oh she likes me finally you're like, no, 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 no 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 i mean listen theater it's also hard you're doing eight shows a week in confined space and, right. yeah um but i i've made some of my best friends from shows like yeah. but writing i don't need anyone necessarily yeah. until i'm with the actor so spend a lot of time by your lonesome mm -hmm. 
all right that's some real i'm shit. sorry but <laughs> you're gonna be rich and shit listen and, i'm yeah. i'm open to it all that's why i went to pv because i was like i, I gotta know. get out of my room that's why i'm here right now amen it's so nice cool. right yeah. i came back and i was ready to go back into writing and working on the show and building it out a little bit better uh, which gets us to our, our very next question. You're doing so good. See, Thank you're professional. You. Thank you. Professional. Shangela, you know that? I, I don't, but I know Shangela. All right. We're I mean, I don't know Shangela. But All right. Well, if you have a number, let her know that I want to share. <laughs> I could probably get in touch with Shangela. What, it, what, is, what does relaxing and self-care look like for you? A face mask. Um... Mm. Candles. When I write, I have candles. Okay. Um, and I love a massage. Tea. I get so many of them. Me too. Yeah. There's More people should. It should. It should be covered by insurance. It should be. It should be. I should have my back cracked at the massage place. Cracked. By a professional. By a prof. By. By a professional. We don't. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel like there's a story there, but I don't. <laughs> you just see me getting thrown out on my head down the stairs. Like, get out. Yeah. Um, no, it should be. Uh, um, that was it. Damn, that was really easy. That's it? You don't have yeah, no, like, you don't drink no cam- it- chamomile tea, CBD Why does it got to be complicated? Oil. He just told you what he likes. I'm trying to feed it to him. I don't know. <laughs> but I like it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, that's, no, that's Yeah, that's kind of how I relax. <laughs> and te- like watching TV. What's your favorite show? Oh, there's so many. Um, I don't have been say watching. Don't No. I've been watching Ozark. <gasps> Me too. I've been watching Ozark. Um, I've been watching the other two. I watched... Uh, in the dark. Um, I have a list of everything I've watched in 2021, and I have a list for 2022 as well. Documentaries. Mm. Is um, it a watch list? Yeah. Podcasts as well. Mm. So, I like that. Yeah. This one goes from Ricky Rome. Your next question. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. So you wanted the one before? Uh, no, nah, I like this one. Okay. what was one of the nicest things you've heard about your work uh someone came to chicken and biscuits and sent me a message that she saw the show three times because she was going through something with her family and the show healed her oh my god how'd that make you feel warm and fuzzy and like that's the meat of it right so that's the reason why to meet you know (laughs) listen um yeah no to create to create an art form yeah. And it you you elicit reactions, different kinds of reactions. They paid to see a really three nice times. one, huh? Three she times. said she came three times. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's light that's lovely. Yeah. So that was wonderful. That's and awesome. it, it again, the bigger picture. Right. 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 Um Rep, go ahead. There's there's a follow up to it. Um, are there not nice things? Have you heard not nice things? Oh baby, I got a we, we got I a whole nother part. podcast for the people that don't like me in show business. We could there's a whole nother thing we could talk about with that. Um, can you, so you can probably make a podcast about being a person of color in show business. Well, there's that. That's but then also podcast. being a person of color. I, I was listening to another podcast on the way here. Being a person of color in show business that is getting some traction mm. and the pressure of people of color feeling like you represent their voice. And if you don't align, they don't like you necessarily. Oh. Whoa, baby. I can is do that a the, whole is that the, the thing. thing. You're about to say the separating the person from the artist type of deal. If they don't like, they don't necessarily like this art that you've already created, but they don't have to not like you as a person. Right. You would hope. Yeah. It's, it's, there's it, literally, that's a whole nother chapter, but. I heard you say something I really loved describing your experience as not monolithic. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, that. I don't know what that word means. One note, mono. One, I, I, now I don't know if you're joking or not, because the first time you said that. It, <laughs> so I don't know. Oh, break, thing, break it down for us, please. Monolithic being like, okay, something I learned actually being from New Haven, Connecticut, being okay. a chocolate boy from New Haven, Connecticut, is different than someone who was raised in Alabama. Okay. And part of what I've learned to appreciate about my business is my experience 
and what I write is based on how I was raised. And when it comes to racism, some folks have experienced far worse than I. Yeah. But when I write my version of it, it doesn't align with what they lived. And that's where sometimes friction happens. Um, our stories are not all the same. Yeah, yeah. Our stories are not the same. But but when other people, when people are looking in our fishbowl and they want to lump us, it's like, okay, this should appeal to you, right? And, and it doesn't. And there sure. needs to be space for that, too. Right. Where, like, people, I can tell my version of my black yes. American story and it should not speak for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. I, you're just amazing. Okay. He's so well spoken. It's so I, nice to talk I, to someone that knows how to ask, talk words good. If it wasn't for the fact that you said the word back to me, I would be like, "What the fuck is monolithic?" I would been I've been sitting here engaged in space. Like, <laughs> listen, I feel like I just learned that word during Mono- the pandemic, so don't worry about it. You'd have been. It's I, a good one. Keep it in your pocket, baby. Y'all would have been done. I would have been sitting here like, <laughs> mono. Exactly. That's how I felt in my little head. My little head. You were handing me those tinctures in Mexico. Oh boy. Press the button again. It's gone. Okay, fine. You. (laughs) Yeah. I like when you're late with it. (laughs) Representation is very important, and and representation and visibility is very important um, forms. It is categorized. I can't read the culture tailored to your. Categorized? I'm going to take this one too. Yeah, baby. I'm sorry. That. I'm just run. I'm, representation of visibility is so important in its many forms. Is it cathartic to curate and tailor your art to your vision? Yes, I think I. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I've ended up healing parts of myself through my work. Yes. And I didn't realize Bonus. that. So my um, mother's side from North Carolina, a lot of them during Thanksgiving saw Chicken and Biscuits. My father's siblings from New Haven who had never seen a Broadway show saw Chicken and Biscuits. And it was a way to like deal with the intersectionality of my faith and my blackness and my queerness without having to have a discussion about anything. Because the play <laughs> itself did the work. Yes. And that is exciting to me. Oh my God. You Imagine are unloading your fire. trauma from your family, inviting them to, to see the show. Yeah, I couldn't this. talk about this, but uh, I yeah. made a show. It's on Broadway. Yeah, bro. <laughs> What? But it's not even just trauma. It's just right, the, right. the celebration yeah. and the existence of who you've come to be is like, oh, my oh. just press play, baby. <laughs> just Jack like, six. enjoy it. And then and then that hopefully inspires a whole new generation yes. of people to own themselves like mm-hmm. the bigger picture. I think that's the name of the, the episode. If I were to be a producer. I love that. Can I be in the play? No, the producer of this episode, Les. The bigger picture? The bigger picture. Can that's I be what, in that? That's what it's going to be called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah You're yeah. in it now. <laughs> Kidding. You're going to be in it, baby. You're also, a star. You're the that star. Was, that was, I've, yeah, I hope so. Fuck yeah. <laughs> that was a really beautiful written question. Ricky Roman, thank, thank you. you. It was too, I can't read. The, don't, come on. Let the, I'm sorry. I'm oh sorry. my God, you hurt my feelings. Kidding. I'm sorry. No, that was a really beautiful question. That I was, was really so stoned writing this last night, and I was like, uh, I'm not making words. Yeah. You were doing, doing good. Right. Thank you. You, you Thank had you. me over here. I was like, dumb, dumb, no. Um, that was we're really, all in this together. That was a really beautiful answer, too. Yes, it was. I love that. Why is it, what is it, what is the importance of knowing your worth? Okay. Okay. This is actually really important because the pandemic has taught me this. Can I say it one more time? Go for it. What is the importance of knowing your worth? Did I say it right? Okay. Yes. Oh. Oh, um, so, uh, you, if you don't, you will be taken advantage of. You will be. I am so obsessed with the business part of show business because I know how people get paid and a lot of actors, you come in, you're happy, you get your production contract. You don't know all the ins and outs of how things work. Yeah. So when I started getting my feet wet in TV and Hollywood and I got wind of those prices and how people are paid. T. They said yesterday's price is not today's price. That literally became a thing because there are white people out here (laughs) making millions with less talent and more access. Mm. And we are working our tails off to create something that we should be equally paid for. Mm. So once I learned that, I was like, Mm. okay, like I can, I can be a part of this thing. So I ultimately can let people know what I've learned and also give back. Um, So, yeah, once you know your worth, and it's not a cocky thing. No. No, but it's like, no, I know I'm bringing value to this room or this space. Yes. And you would pay someone else X, Y, and Z. Yeah. So give me ABC. 
Yeah. I feel like a lot of creatives struggle with um, imposter syndrome. Is that something you ever have? Initially, yes. When I got to Fraggle, I was the only person making their debut in the room. Okay. So I was no very pressure. like, I was no, like, no I don't pressure. know how to format a TV show. <laughs> uh, I don't know what I'm, you know. Um, but then by like week five, I was like, no, you belong. You have good ideas. Contribute. Take up the space. Yes. Oh yeah. my God. You need to teach class. Truly. I would go to your class. class. I would not do that class. shit I did in my regular school. I teach a confidence class for actors. Uh, okay. Wow. I like that. A confidence class. Yeah. What do you teach that at? I mean, God, wherever I'm you can tired, you can teach confidence. You can teach confidence because you find what the person is lacking that you see and you pull it out of them. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. You can teach confidence. Alex, Alex wants to sign for class. <laughs> okay, our live studio audience. You okay. see, this is why I need a regular show. Help me out, okay? <laughs> well, this is this is our pilot. I told you I will be reoccurring on here. Oh, absolutely, yes, absolutely. Um, what, we're it? ending. We're um getting close to the That's end cool. of this segment, and then we're gonna take a little break. Um, unless you want to, you want to hit him with these uh, last uh, last couple, please. Yes, I do want to hit him with the last couple. Is there anyone that you're looking forward to working with? Cause you put it, you're putting it out of there. You're manifesting mm-hmm. it. I life has brought some really f- famous and awesome people into my life in the past two years, but in TV you're in like development, so you haven't like sold the thing. But I'm currently working with some like icons. Yeah, cool. I'm excited about. I like that. I like that you're being. I can't wait to see. I like you're not. You're not telling us nothing. There's no, no it's I will good. tell you off of. Mike, yeah. but legally Yee! I might get in trouble. Make sure, yeah, I want you to get in trouble legally because I want you to go through no financial situation because <laughs> we need you to be safe. Fun- <laughs> All right, this is the last one in this segment, and you've been so thank you so much for sharing so much with us. True. Um, is there anyone you're looking you look up to in the industry? Is there anyone that you you look up to in the industry? Um, I whichever industry. Mm, mm. Uh, Shonda Rhimes. I love Viola. <gasps> Um, who Coleman Domingo is a multi-hyphenate. He's written and done a lot. I love Billy Porter for his presence and mm. his energy, being unapologetic. Me too. Um, um, Brunson right now. She wrote Abbott Elementary, and I think she she star and EP'd it, and she started on maybe YouTube or like stand up comedy and stuff, and now she has like. A show on ABC, yeah, that she's starring in as a black. Oh, woman. I saw, and it's really it's, amazing. What's the star? What's what's it called? Abbott Elementary. Uh, yes, I saw that. And she named the series after one of her teachers, whose last name is Abbott. Mm, that's um, amazing. Yeah. I remember that's the the girl. That's the girl from the um the counter at the movie theater. You got like, the the money. Remember? Give me, give us a movie. What's the no? What? It's on movies. There was a a Vine maybe back oh. in the day. Oh really? Damn, you got a lot of money. Oh, he got money. That's her. Yeah. Work. Yeah. But that she was the last the question in this segment. We're gonna take literally a five minute break and we're gonna finish. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Hey, you're listening to Queer Late Night, a late night podcast that gives people from the queer community to share their insight they've learned along their personal and professional journeys. We're partnered with Pretty Easy Podcasting, and they're in charge of all the editing for this podcast. While we don't have corporate sponsorships or sponsorships from anyone right now, so we're broke, we are very much welcoming any type of charitable donations to help make this show become more accessible to queer community around the world. Continue to listen, support, like, subscribe, and share. What wisdom would you imbue to young POC creatives looking to make a name for themselves in the business? Know what you want to say. I have three things okay. that I like tell myself. Um, what do you want to say? Who do you want to reach? And how can you be paid to do it again? That's like my standard for That work. is a, a great format. Do it, do it Say it one time. What do you want to say? Yes. Who do you want to reach? Yes. And how can you be paid to do it all again? Like this on this podcast. Period. Okay. I'm a period. You are indeed. Um, yeah. So, like, know your voice. Like, Y'all let know me go my wig like this. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, know who you are. Um, know that you will be challenged. There were mm. people who, along the way, were like, "You should change the title of Chicken and Biscuits. It's offensive." And I was like, "To who? Why? What? 
How's it offensive? I was like, to who? Because black people like chicken and biscuits, and we who know was what, saying this? And we, yeah. well, people of all different races. Okay, actually. chicken and interesting. biscuits. Is not offensive. And and interesting, I think there's an internal. Uh, fear of a stereotype and if you okay. haven't seen it so you yeah. have you have some black people being like oh why would you name some chicken and biscuits of all the things it's like you haven't seen the culture and the love within the play yeah you That's haven't seen you it see it yeah go see it tricky right. for some girl what's the thing from tiktok for the girls that get it they get it and the, the girls, girls that don't don't, don't. There you go, right go see the <laughs> That's play what the kids are saying That's go, right use your money and go see the play hello um what are you looking for what, we, what can we look for from you in 2022? If you can talk about it. If Nothing you can, can talk, talk about, about it. There is, I'm a part of a new musical. Um, Ethan Pakchar, my writing partner, and I wrote a song that's a part of a new musical called Notes From Now. And it's going up at uh, East 59 Theater starting March 2nd. And it's produced by the Prospect Theater Company. Yeah, so you can check that out. And then I wrote two episodes on Fraggle Rock, which is on Apple TV, episode 106 and 111. And then Ethan and I co-wrote a song in 112. So cool. That's awesome. That's so fucking cool. Fraggle Rock is for children, right? Uh, yeah, it's a family show, but it's mm. geared towards kids. That's is awesome. It a, is it a reboot? Was this something that would happen yeah. like in the 80s? Yeah, right? it was around the 80s. Like 83 That's to cool. 87. That's yeah. amazing. That's you get cool. to reach all types very, of people. Very, very cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, that was it. It's, um, I mean... That's it. That's that's it. We like to close with a little game. We like to close with a little game. I have another question. Okay. If you could go back um, and give yourself just a few pointers or tips, what would you say? What would you give yourself in the early year, early you? Um, people are insecure and they will throw their insecurity on you. So T. don't take it. T. On. T. T. Okay. I now can differentiate behavior and go like, mm. okay. Um, it's so funny. It so, takes sifting through, though, doesn't uh, it? Like three months ago, I ran into an ex. I was out, and um, <laughs> uh, we were no, we were like kikiing or whatever. And his partner came over. His current partner came over and was like, "Who the fuck?" Like literally, the, ener- <laughs> the energy was like he like got in front of me. Oh, oh you gotta do all that, that. sisters. And his, and his ex, his, 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 he was like, uh, I'm sorry, Doug. And I was like, I know exactly why this is happening. T- if insecure. I wanted that, I could still have it. For that. Y'all but I a, don't. Y'all have it's, 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 too much fun. Kikian. People's so, things is their own projections and we can't take that on ourselves. Yeah, you that's know. the one thing it's I would hard not to, but told yeah. myself. Well yeah. said. Because I took a lot of that on. Yeah. And like, how, how do you know not to? How do you know not to until you're Recognizing your worth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much. Ooh. You killed this episode. You are back. Whenever you want to come back to the show, please. We Kiki. Very, very, we, very, very, very soon. We have a game. We got a game. I'm gonna hit you with five would you rather's. Are you ready? Ooh. All right. Ooh. Would you rather go into the past and meet your ancestors, or go into the future and meet your great great grandchildren? Man, you should have left this one off. The ba- <laughs> The the past. I don't want to bring no kids into this crazy world. Tea. I would have gone back to meet my ancestors. A big girl, here's a box cutter, a flashlight. Sit a hundred dollars. How how much a hundred dollars has been a lot of money. A lot of money. Yeah. To freedom. I, I want to meet Harriet. <laughs> <laughs> I want to meet Harriet. Sorry. I'm gonna give her the fucking flashlight. <laughs> right? And the guns. Oh boy. Everything that she needs. I'm you know, it's Black History Month for real though. It if, is. I had, if I had to do it. Um Ooh. Okay, would you rather be able to talk to animals or speak all foreign languages? Languages. Okay. Love animals. We mm-hmm. good. <laughs> you can find love with language. To- totally. What? Totally. Can you imagine if I could speak, me getting into a tiff with like a monkey? or yes. like I can imagine. Yes, I can. <laughs> or getting into like a dog on the street. Another, oh my God, that would be fun actually. That actually is funny. Yeah. Put me in the show. Would you rather win the lottery or live twice as long? Lottery. I don't want to be on this earth. Who wants old saggy nuts? I don't. Who wants be to watch here. their friends die? I want to be here for a long time. I, I would turn everybody's funeral. Into you want to be here for a long time? I don't want to be here for a long time. I want to be here for a good time. A good time. There you go. She's gonna take the money. <laughs> <laughs> She's taking the money. Is it worth the ten thousand dollars? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Tiffany Pollard. God bless. All right, here. Keeping it moving. Um. Would you rather read an awesome book or watch a good movie? Movie. Movie. I'm audio. Okay, okay, okay. Mm-mm. Reading, I'm like, ugh, no. So bad. Would you rather, okay, last one. Would you rather be a kid your whole life or an adult your whole life? Oh, wow. 
Just come out at 30. Jesus. Just walk out the elevator like, oh. With all the knowledge and pain of the world already, you know. I would say an adult because... Get fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you can... Like, there are things that you can do as an adult you just can't do as a kid. Like, you just yeah, developed. I understand. I know what you mean. Yeah. There is a, there is an appeal about... Uh, Who wants to be a Eternal kid? youth. I don't know. You, you are just aloof to the world. No, but the world does not change. So you still have to deal with it. These yeah. kids are having to true. live through this pandemic. True, 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 true. Also, like, who's well, going to drive you. me around? <laughs> the fuck? I got to go places. I don't have a license. You ain't got nowhere to go as a kid. <laughs> I had a lot true. of places to go. How'd you get there? Parents. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah, that's how what they said. You, you'll figure it out. There we and we, we dropping you off. You figured it was out. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> that was gentlemen. rhetorical. That Every, was rhetorical. I know, I know. Everyone that everyone in the non-conforming world, thank you for joining us this evening. Yes. Thank you so much, Douglas, for coming on to Queer Late Night mm-hmm. and blessing us with your knowledge and um, sharing about all your many talents. And I can't wait to see what you, um, all the things you're going to come mm-hmm. up with. All the things. The future is bright. You have to go ahead and <laughs> subscribe you, to that Patreon page. Which <laughs> where can the kids find you? Where can everyone find you? I am Douglas Sings on Twitter and Chocolate Hipster on Instagram. Are you a chocolate hipster? That was a name given to me by Asmaret Gabber McKell during Mormon. She was mm. like, "You chocolate? Are you dressed like a hipster?" <laughs> Literally, that's what she said. And I was like, "Chocolate hipster." And You're like, finally, I can have a Twitter. Yeah, I was like. Gosh, gee golly. <laughs> gee, <laughs> stick around. Stick around. Um, oh, boy. That was it. That's it for our show. Thank everyone so, so much for listening in, watching. If you can watch this um, and supporting our, our our mission to spread the, the knowledge, journey, the insight. The, the gay agenda. The gay agenda. Okay. The gay agenda. We are so thankful to have you. <laughs> yep, that. Uh, very that. Um, thank you for having you on the show. I we can't wait so to much. have you back. Um, black but black you can follow the show you can follow me on I'm just doing it for myself on mm. E-L-L dot M-C-C-U-L-L-A-R-S okay and, and I am Ricky Roman 91 across the board that is I love what Jasmine Ray says at the end of the show she goes that is Grubhub Hulu <laughs> Netflix Instagram yeah. Twitter yeah. Pornhub Pornhub and those are all true so you come find me. Come find us. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Good Bye. Night. Yeah.